soft to work, go oh, high. This song's not like any song you know, ho high. Ho high, ho high, ho high. Ho high, and welcome back to the mine. This is episode 48 of the Out of the Mines podcast. I'm Sean Oakley. And I'm Sam Cooper, and I've got a game. It's a quickie. Uh, but before before we get into that, I'm just going to go, happy birthday to us. Happy birthday, happy birthday to, to us. us. We've been boring you for a year. Happy birthday to us. Well, hey, yes, it's yeah. uh, actually slightly late. I think last week was a calendar year, uh, but we missed it. Uh, so we'll do it this week. And uh, yes, we've clearly missed a couple of episodes because we're on 48, but... I think we missed we missed like Christmas, didn't we? I think we missed Christmas, and there's been a couple that we've uh, we've missed for various reasons. But yeah, just uh, just like to say thank you to everybody who listens. Um, You know, if we if we weren't getting downloads and and listens and views on the YouTube, we wouldn't keep doing this. So yeah, just a shout out to all of you guys. Yeah, thank you very much. So yeah, on that note, uh, we are looking at one of Sam's. Uh, Sam's round three Kyber match this evening, uh, which is a quick one, so we'll do it first. Uh, and then we'll lightly touch on the points updates and the rules changes, uh, give our two cents, I suppose. And yeah, that way, if you, don't, if, you don't, if you don't care about what we think, you can tune out halfway through. Yeah, because we have two lists here, uh, but the next round of Kyber will not have these two lists, because with the points update, everything changes. I mean, I'm pretty sure yours is still legal, right? No, uh, Coronets makes it illegal, and uh, the okay. doubling the price of outmaneuver and increasing the price of shield upgrade made Grievous illegal. Okay, but your pilots are legal. My pilots are all legal. Just got. I mean, honestly, with that Grievous build, you just drop the shield upgrade and take outmaneuver, yeah, right? That, that's what I. That's what I did. Although I'm wondering if I keep the shield upgrade and have like a, a two to two to four point talent. Maybe. Either way. Maybe. But yeah, so give us the lowdown, Sam. So, uh, my list is currently the same. It's Pre Vizsla, Grievous, and four Trade Federation drones. Uh, and my opponent is rocking up with the Republic. So, I've dodged the Republic for the first couple of rounds, and finally, they have arrived, and they are scary. Now, uh, I, believe my... you, um, I believe you played this game on Scott's stream. Yeah, I played this game on Scott's Hexiled Gaming stream, uh, and it was a blast. Uh... uh I say you, you you did message us to let us know that you were playing beforehand and like well hey come on and watch me get creamed by the Republic yeah and I was I was afraid of this matchup I believe your game lasted almost as long as it took me to drive home yeah three so, rounds uh, yeah we're not going to tell you which way it goes but yeah uh, I reckon you'll have a I reckon you if you're listening to this you'll have a good idea at the end of round one which way this goes I'll give you a spoiler there. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but my so I I was genuinely afraid of this matchup because we like I'll get run through his list quickly. So he got Barris Offy in the seven uh, B with CLT Patience and Magpulse Warheads. We've got Mace Windu in the seven uh, B. No, not seven B. The Delta Seven. They're both in Delta Sevens with uh, CLT uh, Shattering Shot and R seven. Is this R seven A seven? Or uh, yeah, no. that's the crit droid. Um, yeah, that's the crit. R seven A seven, the crit droid. Yeah. Uh, we've got Click in the uh, V-Wing with Besh, Elusive, R3 Astromech, and Colonets. Wolf in the Arc with Enduring, Suppressive Gunner, an R4 P17 Astromech, I think, 
or or an awful PS or Mac. Uh, yeah. It's the I can't remember which one exactly. It's the one that you spend a charge to reduce the difficulty of a maneuver. Awful P. Yeah, uh, and synchronized um, targeting uh, the mod. And then we've got Hawk in the Lart uh, with Enduring, Barrage Rockets, uh, Ghost Company, and Seven Fleet Gunner. Hmm. So everyone here is I-4. Uh, and the reason I was afraid of this is because I kind of have been going with the I outnumber the people and I, and I run around the board grabbing objectives, but I don't really outnumber this person. And pound for pound, his ships are better than most of mine. Yeah, like with with two deltas and a V wing, he's got the speed and maneuverability to to zoom around. Yeah, and and then a lat and a and an arc is a hefty chunk of a. Hey, and we're going to rock up and throw some dice at you. Yeah, so onto the objectives, uh, and I got first player. Uh, so I set up my my home objective as far down towards my end as possible and in the centre because I just I want a vulture droid to do a two or three straight land on a rock that I'm going to place nearby and he's going to claim it forever. Uh, we're playing assault of the satellite array, by the way, in case I haven't mentioned that. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that's a that's a long way down. He has to come if he wants yeah. to to claim that one then. And then my opponent places his objective uh, in, as I'm looking at the board from 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 my perspective, in the top right of the board, about two and two in the centre. Well, maybe maybe two and a half and two and a half. Like like, he's close to the centre of his like that top right hand quadrant essentially. Yeah. Uh, and then I place my objective uh, that needs to go on his side of the board as far uh, towards my side as possible and as far to the left as I can get it. Because again, I just want a vulture droid to go there and sit there and if it's as far out as possible, it's a little awkward to get to. Uh, and then my opponent pretty much does the same thing on the other side. Uh, basically as close, to, as close to him as possible and as far out as possible. Um, when it comes to rocks, uh, I drop... A finger rock, uh, right next to my home objective, and uh, when I get to deployment, a vulture droid will sit in front of it, and he will park there for the entire game. Just out of curiosity, did you pick the finger one because it's the smallest? You know, you can land on it straight away, and then it gives you, I suppose, bigger ones to create more of a handicap for your opponent. Yes. Okay. Because I, I know I can land on it, and it. It sort of so the way the way I, the way I was thinking was like I know I can land on it and that it just means that um, the bigger ones can be deployed like in annoying spots. Yeah. I ask because there's a good yeah. chance I'm breaking out my separatist stuff soon, so uh, I'm looking for hints and tips. There is an argument to pick the biggest one, and that way you know you'll be obstructed on defense. Yeah, because it's a little. I think if you, I think depending on how you do it, you can you can overshoot with the vulture droid and be unobstructed. But it's kind of doesn't matter. Uh, then I can't remember the exact order of these rocks placed in, but um, I remember I remember two that I placed. Is I placed uh, one of my opponent's debris clouds, and I placed a, a second big rock. So there's a giant rock in the dead center of the board, just to the bottom left of the center objective. Then I placed a large debris about. Uh, one and a half above the centre objective. The idea being that my opponent can't just jet towards it and get it. He has to come at a slight angle. Uh, then there's another debris on the towards the left, near the left objective. A new Mandalorian asteroid. Um, about... 
in the in like in the center of the bottom left quadrant of the board, and then I placed my uh, other big rock uh, on the far right, uh, as close to the far right objective that's on my side as possible, so I can just land a vulture droid there and sit there forever. When it came to deployment, I literally set up vulture droids to go to the objectives they were going to be sitting on forever. So I've got one guy, who, one vulture on the very far right, and his goal is he's going to five straight, three hard, and hopefully be past my opponent and contesting the, the furthest objective away. I've got one vulture who's going to do a four or five straight, land on a rock, and contest an objective for the rest of the game. A vulture in the centre... Um, who's going to do a three straight and contest my home objective for the rest of the game. And then a vulture on the far left who's going to do a five straight and then a f probably either a three hard or a two bank heading towards the far left objective. So I've got my eyes on f at least three objectives turn one and I'm gunning for the f a third object another objective turn two. Notice I'm leaving the centre one out because I just it just doesn't seem good. And so once yeah. I've deployed that, I then deploy Vizsla and Grievous actually because I have first player. So Vizsla is on the the right-hand side of my deployment, and he's just aiming at a gap between these two rocks, uh, heading towards the centre, because he's a big ship, so he can contest quite a few things. And Grievous is on the far left, basically as an escort to that far left vulture droid, so that if my opponent sets up a Jedi to just snipe that vulture, they have to deal with Grievous as well. Yeah. And then my opponent surprises me by lining his entire list up on his left, my right, just literally along the edge of the board, facing down towards Vizsla and three of my vulture droids. I mean, so it looks like he's lined up for a joust with the gauntlet. Yeah, he has. But, I mean... To be fair, if he can get both bullseyes on the deltas, the arc, the V-wing, and... Probably not the lat, because I, I know saying that you seven fleet this, you know, the first turn and then have the yeah. lat. You could do a sizable chunk of damage to that gauntlet, and if dice go your way, you could take it off. Yeah. So what's interesting to me is that I sort of get what my opponent was going for is like there on the objectives on the board. There's four on the right hand side and one on the left, and so he's basically set up his list. He's like, my opponent has set up Grievous on the far left. So I'm just going to be like, well, I'm going to take the entire right, and here's four objectives. Grievous has to come to me. Yeah. Um, and that's where we are at the start of the game. Okay. So I'm I'm not unhappy with this. I'm, I'm not unhappy with this because the way I see it, if the gauntlet can last a few turns, I'm going to rack up objective points. Yeah. And my assumption is you you do what you're going to do with the droids anyway, and you. Because your opponent's set up there, you turn Grievous in to come and try and get a flank on them. I do that, but I don't do it with a turn. I'll start playing, and we'll get to the end of turn. I'll get to the end of the movement. So yeah, I'm set as you can see, I'm setting all the dials. I believe I believe Vizsla ends up doing a three straight because I'm a little nervous. I don't want to go too far yeah. <laughs> into this gauntlet pile. So my opponent wins priority, but it doesn't matter. Well, it only matters for Grievous, because his guys are all I-4 and Grievous is I-4. So I mean, priority that... is ac is actually the, does Grievous go last or before him? That is fairly important for Grievous, yeah. though. So I like that everyone does that. So interestingly, actually, here you go. That finger rock where he is, my Vulture droid on that rock is going to be get obstructed defense from basically everything. Yeah, too straight, right? Yeah, it was too straight. Yeah. Cool. Uh, then... Basically, my opponent's list all does various threes and fours forwards. 
So yeah, so Mace Windu does does a five straight, does spends a force for a boost and takes a focus. Uh, I don't I don't mind that apart from the fact there's a rock in the way. Well, this is the thing. He's got shattering shot. Oh, okay, that's true. Uh, and then Grievous does a five straight and boosts. Because that is the only way I can claim my far left objective on turn one. And then turn two, the Vulture can get it and Grievous can leave. Yeah. Uh, so everyone has moved. Like I said, my Vultures have all gone to, gone to their objectives. Uh, and my opponent's list has basically all done a three or two straight and taken a focus. Click has taken locks onto Mace Windu and Wolf. Uh, I don't see what Barris has done. I think she tried for... Yeah, she tried for a lock and was out of range of everyone. Uh, and then we come to Mace Windu, who did a five straight, spend a force for a boost, lining up a bullseye, threw a rock onto uh, Vizsla. Uh, and here we go. So he does... He, he about who he shoots, because he has range two into a vulture droid, or range three obstructed in the bullseye into Vizsla. So... Yeah, if you spend a force, you guarantee two focus results there. Yeah, but you're still only throwing two dice on top of that, so four dice um, against four dice. Right? Uh, uh, yeah, it'd be four, four on four. Yeah. I, and Vizsla does have a focus under there. Uh, anyone to anyone watching, I took a focus action. I think honestly, that I'd be tempted to take the Vulture Droid. Yeah, he, he ums and ahs about this a lot. And then he eventually says, like... I think, but he basically takes that maybe he rolls high, maybe I roll low. This is yeah. a decent chance to get a giant chunk of damage because he only has force mods against the Vulture, so it's literally two on two. Yeah. Uh, and the Vulture... and vulture uh, Basically, uh, Vultures aren't, like, priority targets when it comes down to it. Oh, no, I, I understand the yeah. reasoning behind going for, for the Gauntlet. I just think I would have waited to be able to set up a next turn, maybe take a lock as well. Yeah, but that's me. So he he pings the he pings the vulture, then decides actually I'll go into Gavizla. He rolls blank focus hit. Sorry, he he rolls blank hit, adds the focus for uh, CLT, uh, and then decides to just leave it as is. Okay, just one hit, and I roll one of eight. So that could have gone pretty nastily for me. That hindsight. Uh, so then I trigger Zam. Uh, I take a target lock onto Mace Windu uh, with Zam and get a charge back. And then Pre Vizsla now has a range three obstructed shot into Mace Windu, but Pre Vizsla has trick shot. And Pre Vizsla has his pilot ability. So I'm throwing a range three advanced proton torpedo. Yeah, and that's a. Uh... That's possibly another reason not to do the yeah the shot because it's almost guaranteed you have that Zam yeah card and um, you should thank me so yeah and that's so a I nice roll two roll. hits I roll two hits two crits in a blank I spend the lock and turn it into a hit so I've got three hits two crits ouch my opponent rolls one evade one focus three blanks yeah that's because that's what Jedi do when they have that many greens yeah. So you spend. Uh, he something. spends a force. He's, he spends a force. Uh, he, get, he takes the shield damage. Then the first crit is direct hit, Ugh. and the second crit is fuel leak. But it doesn't matter. Mace Windu is dead. Yeah, that's that's the problem when you're taking two crits on a three hull chip. If the first one's a direct or fuel leak, or the second one's a direct, then yeah. 
And so, funnily enough for me, is this was a lesson that always set your Zam card, even if you don't think it's going to happen. Always, yeah. always set a Zam card. Because imagine if I just didn't, because I didn't think shooting was happening on first turn. I know, I forget quite a lot, actually. Like, even if you're absolutely positive nothing's going to happen, because, like, there was no... I, 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 I just set it, because I was like, oh, yeah, Zam card. Um, I didn't actually think it would matter. Uh, and wow, boy, does it. <laughs> like, and yeah, so I've killed Mace Windu in turn one. Uh, yeah, so he's worth four points, and I have three objectives, so I'm up to seven one, because my opponent is sitting on his home objective. I get a Vizsla charge back, and so we can do it again shortly because uh, every single ship in my opponent's list is a target for the Vizsla ability. Yeah, Vizsla would be good. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, so this is where the game gets interesting because basically my moves are kind of set in stone here two vultures are stopping my my far left vulture is going to be doing a two a two bank to just claim the objective when grievous goes and grievous is just sitting in perfect flanking position yeah uh he's and... he's going to he's going to three bank possibly folk i think he just focuses cuz i'm like well i'm here now yeah and your opponent doesn't really have anywhere to go except forwards yeah uh, what Vizsla's going to do is he's going to do... I think he does... A, I, mean, I believe it's a two or three straight, and then he reinforces the front, because that's a nasty amount of shots coming in. Uh, and the far right Vulture, the guy who was going to go for the back objective, he does a five straight, barrel rolls to the left, and calculates, because I was trying to block Hawk from coming and beating my Vulture on the, on the far right objective. Yeah. Because all Hawk has to do is get near it, and he just wins against my Vulture. But I figured if I could block it, maybe the firing arc of the Hawk will not quite give the rerolls to all the targets he wants. Uh, I assign a Zam card. And then, yeah, everyone goes. Lots of stops. We got uh, two, uh, two bank on the left and calculate. Vizsla does a... I can't see the dial because I've placed it somewhere super. I bl that looks to me like a two straight. Lots of, uh, uh, and I reinforce the front. Lots of stops that aren't, in fact, actually stops. Yeah. They are, in fact, like nothing abilities. And so Vi um, Grievous does a three bank and focuses because I got a pretty good idea where the enemy Jedi <laughs> ships are going to be. Uh, Hawk, uh, I believe, does a two straight, bumps into my blue vulture and takes a red focus. Wolf does a two straight and focuses. Uh, Click does a two straight, reacquires a lock uh, onto um, Vizsla and Wolf, and then Barris does a two straight and takes a target lock. So he obviously thinks you're likely to shoot Wolf there, hence the lock on yeah. him to, or yeah. maybe just to dissuade you from from shooting. Uh, and yeah, so this is where we've ended up: is Vizsla's in trouble. Uh, but I got a good flanking shot with Grievous, and range I mean, Vizsla at range one is still dangerous. And I'm gonna ask us. You're taking, th well, I mean, you're taking four shots, but the, the lat one isn't likely to do much. It's going to be a no, two No, that has dice. a barrage rocket. Oh, all right, fair enough. I really should listen when you run through the list. Yeah. Uh, but even so, oh, I suppose double modder because of the lat ability. Um, yeah. 
But you're reinforced against everyone, so a one-shot here is unlikely. Yeah. Very so here's, here's where some interesting things happen. Um, uh, and yeah, and like I said, like I'll have, I will bet get to pick and choose out of all the people who shoot Fizzler, which range one target lock do I want? Yeah. Um, thanks to Zam, but we go on, and the first thing that happens is Grievous takes a shot. Uh, and so here's here's where I make a big miscommunication error: is I ping Barris. Yeah. Uh, but I believe I say click out loud. Oh, okay. It's my potent herd click. Uh, so I think I'm rolling into Barris. Three dice out maneuver. Uh, and my opponent thinks I'm rolling into click, although he's rolled one less dice than he should have, so I'm not quite sure what happened there. Because that was a range three into click. But I think I, I think I said I pinged Barris, I think I said range two into click, or something along those lines. But either way, we both think I'm shooting a different target. Uh, okay. I get three hits with my focus and my opponent completely blanks out. And you see, he puts his card onto click, but I haven't paid attention to that, and I think I've just dealt two damage. To, I just think I've just dealt three damage to Barris. Yeah, which is gonna, which is gonna, which is why I do a silly thing in a second. Well, I'm assuming um, it's shoot Barris with the yeah with Vizsla. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then my opponent uh, basically does the sensible thing, and he fu- Barris's Magpulse Warhead into Vizsla. Jam away the... Yeah, that's going to jam away the reinforce. Uh, yeah. he, he gets two hits, spends a force for a third. I roll Jackal, basically. Uh, I cancel one with my reinforce. Of it, my reinforce. Uh, get a charge back on Zam, uh, but the reinforce is now gone. And so here's some food for thought, Sean. Go. I could have focused instead of reinforcing. You could have. Um, and there... And the, that's fine. And although the reinforce technically didn't do anything, what it actually did was made sure that Barris didn't fire that range one Seventh Fleet gunner yeah. bullseye yeah, yeah. shot. And I'm wondering if there's an argument that she should have done that anyway. Possibly. Um, because she, she's put one crit through, um, which is going to go on a shield, so that's irrelevant. Yeah. She's jammed. Um th- Magpulse give you the a deplete. deplete is relevant. Yeah, the, 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 the yeah and I see that deplete as well. Like if she put five dice through on you with the seventh fleet, and and you know you've got to reinforce. Maybe she does a couple of extra damage. I mean, at most she does two, uh, three. You know, if you blanked out and she got really lucky, she would do four extra damage. Because yeah. you'd have five feet a blank out. But losing that reinforce almost guarantees... Everyone else is going to do a ton. Everyone else is going to do at least one, which is three. And yeah. it's denying you. So actually, I think the Magpulse is probably the correct call. Yeah. That's that's kind of where I landed up. Because I, and I was like, and that makes my reinforce the more correct call, because at least it forced her to do a thing. I believe that's the second time you've had a reinforce jammed off you. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I did I did think that. Uh, so I trigger Zam. I get a charge back, and I put I put a lock onto Barris. Because remember, I think I've dealt three damage to her, and that she's yeah. on her last legs. Uh, I put the deplete on the gauntlet, and I sort of we sort of put it below the gauntlet so you can see it under its oversized wings. Uh, Hawk throws a 
uh, barrage rocket into Vizsla, gets a focus and two blanks, uses the Lart ability to get two rerolls. Nice, uh, nice. And converts it into three hits. Now I get one evade, so plink, plink. Uh, Vizsla is taking the damage. Then we've got Click. This is where he's seven fleet gunners. He's seven fleet gunner onto Click. Okay, and yeah. Importantly for me, spends Click's target lock on Vizsla. Because he rolls so, two two hits and two focuses. So he can't deny you your range so one. He can't deny me my range one bonus, assuming I don't shoot a wolf. Yeah. So he spends the lock and gets another hit. So that's three, and I get one evade. So two more damage into Vizsla. Then we've got wolf. Four dice. One hit, one focus. Lart nice. rerolls. Uh, he has a focus, and he's like, Ooh, do I do it, do I not? Oh, I think you spend it. With one green, I think you spend the focus for two hits. He does. Four damage, I get one evade, so I take another three. So the fact so that... So is hurting. Say, not dead, fact, but hurting. The fact that the Lark gives rerolls, and Click had a lock, and Wolf has a focus, I do think removing that reinforce is the correct call, because he's going to get yeah. high red output on three shots as opposed to one. Yeah. Uh, so then Vizsla goes into Barris. Um, I'm depleted, so three dice. I get three hits. Uh, there's one evade, two focuses. And I'm like, okay, cool, you're dead. And then my opponent's like, no, 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 shield and uh, a damage. And I'm like, oh. Oh, okay, I didn't. Never mind. Okay, but he's still got two two ships hurting. Yeah, this confused the heck out of the Hexile stream. He's like, why is why did Sam shoot two different ships? And I, I was like, I didn't think I did. <laughs> uh, so I go into Barris with the Vulture Droid, roll two hits, and clean up that ship. Okay. So the net result is the same. But, yeah. <laughs> but, like, the net result of what I wanted to do is the same. It just took one, other sh one more shot. Uh, then I do the range zero into Hawk. I can I don't convert anything because I forget how range zero works rules work. Uh, then I have four objectives because Vizsla's contesting the center one, which beats out Wolf. Yeah. With uh, yeah, with so I on the have, other side. I have incorrectly totted myself up to fifteen because when I asked how much point how many points about Barris was, my opponent said four, so I added that. But Scott straightens it out. Yeah, in a second. She, she, you'll she's me, four. You'll see me take down. Yeah, she's four now. You'll see me take the the score down in a second. But I'm like, at the minute, oh, 15 two, and then it's like, nope, fourteen two. Uh, but yeah, it's it's so, it's not looking good for my opponent. So, I mean, realistically, at this point, you've got such a lead. You need five to win, and where your droids are, you know, kill one ship, and you've effectively won. Yeah. And Flick is on one health, and Grievous is right there. Exactly. Like, he's only got, um, you know, three points. In fact, they're, they're at least all four, aren't they? Four of five, five. So. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because. So we roll for priority. I have priority. Uh, and, thinking on last week, I don't drop my Connonet. I sign okay. a Sam card. Uh, and my opponent drops a Connonet. Out of click, covering that okay. back objective, yeah. uh, which makes we have a major tr issue with the bomb dropper, and then Scott sorts it out. That was a lot of options on that bomb dropper. Yeah, it, it was just all the options you can possibly have. 
Uh, and I, of course, fly immediately straight onto the Reconomer. <laughs> yes! Yes! Oh, I love it. Oh. But I don't... I'm not that bothered by it because no, the Vulture droid is exactly where I want him to be and he's now ioned, so next turn he'll be exactly where I want him to be as well. Yeah. Just just tokenless. It's tokenless, but you know what? If my opponent is shooting that Vulture droid instead of the people in front of him, that's fine. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then basically all the other Vulture droids stay on their rocks and the guy on the far left goes and finds a rock. Do you go and block with Grievous? Oh, they're saying that now you've done that bank with Vizsla. Makes me think yes. that just gets them. Yeah, so I did a one bank with Vizsla because I just, I just needed to clear the stress and I figured yeah. I'd take a red focus knowing I would bump. Like, I didn't think there was a way I didn't bump. That's fine, you have your rear arc. Yeah. Uh, so I clear the stress, take the red focus, uh, then Grievous just does a two straight and focuses. Try and catch Wolf if he goes slow. Catch Wolf, catch Click. Ideally, I want Click. Just because if I kill Click, I probably won. Yeah. Uh, Wolf does a 4k. Yeah. Kind of wish I dropped that con on that. I mean, where the gauntlet was, you either Maybe stop. Oh no, you're stressed, so you don't stop. So yeah, 4k is yeah. pretty. Yeah. Pretty easy to call, but. Uh, but yeah, no. The Wolf, Wolf does a 4k. Uh, gets a stress. The Lart does, I believe, like a one or two straight, takes a focus rotate, and then yeah. click bumps into the gauntlet because he tried to do a hard two into it. Grievous shoots into click. I get hit, crit, crit, okay, uh, which means click is dead because that maneuver. Yeah, I know, I get that, but your reds have been pretty reasonable. <laughs> yeah. And my opponent rolls blank focus. Uh, yeah, and click is dead. Puts me up to 17. Uh, and then Click rolls into the gauntlet, gets hit crit. I roll two of eights. Uh, then the Lart uh, rolls range one into the gauntlet. Uh, hit crit. I get uh, blank focus, spend my focus for one of eight, and I live. Yeah, I'm, on, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm on like one health on the gauntlet at this point. Uh, then the Seventh Fleet Gunner um, double tap into Grievous. Uh, range three, I evade it. Then Wolf, range two into uh, the gauntlet. Oh, that must be a tight range two. Yeah, it's, it is a tight range two. One hit, one focus. Uh, Rerolls, I get two evades. Oh, of course you do. <laughs> yep. Can't even give him the consolation prize. Uh, then I spend Zam to shoot out the bomb at him. Oh, please tell me you ping the visual charge for. Yeah, I ping the visual charge. I roll hit, hit, crit. Okay. Well, out of hand. Out of hand, yep. Oh, man. Then I shoot again. Uh, well, I don't shoot again, actually. Uh, my opponent leaves. Uh, he just says, I, I surrender. You've already won on objectives. I quickly tot up the points, and I have scored uh, four of the objectives to my opponent's one. Uh, so I, I go to 21 3. Ouch. Uh, and I win the game. So that was quite quite an interesting one to watch, actually, because with the exception of the mace shot, I don't think your opponent's greens were terrible. There were a lot of there were a lot of my... focus results in there that he couldn't mod. 
I think well, I think if I remember cr- slightly, my opponent did bring up the dice stats a couple of times in the game. Uh, and I think I was like plus four on the reds as far as I could remember. Yeah. I think your uh, reds were hot on a couple of crucial rolls. Yeah. I, I was plus four on reds and I think my opponent was slightly down on greens. So when I looked at it, I didn't feel super bad. Yeah. Um, but generally... Admittedly, I... the, way this ge- the, the way this game w- went did kind of feel super bad to yeah. win. But like... But I, f- I personally, I, I feel like that's be balanced. no, no. I, but I don't think that's what lost your opponent the game. I feel set up lost your opponent the game, or set up and the the boost with Mace. Yeah, if he'd waited, and you know, you've played me for years. You know how aggressive I used to be with Jedi, and how much that would backfire, and they'd they'd burn. If he'd waited an extra turn. You probably Before pick up the droid, or or I say take that shot on the vulture droid so you're not trim it, uh, triggering the zam for the lock. Yeah. But yeah, I think I would have kept back and then come in on the next turn. But that's that's the benefit of hindsight. Yeah, but I guess it's a, it's a bit of hindsight. I guess I I'm I'm guessing my because my opponent was from Hawaii, so he'd just woken up, so he might just not have quite Beamed. clocked the yeah. Trickshot Zam pre Vizsla was going to throw a lot of dice back at him, yeah. or he was like, "But I'll have five, so it'll be evens." Yeah, the problem is you've got um, a lot more health to cover a a bad roll. Yeah, and... I also think personally, I would have set up one of the Jedi, probably Mace. Actually, to be fair, to go after that Vulture, and yes, you've set up Grievous to deal with it, but because you're both the same initiative. He wouldn't be going first every single turn. Yeah. And the Delta obviously has got the double reposition so that if he, you know, you plan for going first and if you need to buy a roll boost so you can go where you think Grievous isn't. Yeah. You can play that game. Because that stops Grievous coming in and flanking the rest of his list. Yeah, and then, because w- once I got Grievous into that position, I was like, this is kind of plain sailing because yeah. I don't see a way I can not be outmaneuvering Grievous re-rolling. Uh, but yeah, that was that was round three. So I'm three and zero in Kyber. Uh, and then a little thing happened: uh, the Rogue uh, and the Code Z95. They're sort of released, uh, and we got some points. Yeah, so let's have a. We won't go too in depth into them. Just pick out a couple of bits that we've. Before we do points, though, should we talk about the game changes? Yes, we should actually. So because there are some uh, big ones. Yeah, let's go with Ion first, shall we? Yeah, I I, so, I, I don't mind the changes. I'll straight out say it. I like the changes because, and this is this is the reason. It now there is less feels bad. Um, and we should explain what the changes are quickly before we continue. Because uh, so when I can't remember who, which pilot got uh, released that made them change the rules, but now when you're ironed, you still set a dial. You just don't assign it essentially. Yeah. Uh, and now what happens is you still set your dial and the bearing of the maneuver you set, uh, you either do a one straight if you've done a straight maneuver or a stop, uh, or you do a one bank to either side, depending on which bearing of maneuver you've set on your dial. Now the re- the original reason you do that is because they, a pilot came out who can remove red to who can remove ion tokens before he yeah. goes. So they had to be like, okay, you can set your dial. And if you somehow lose the ion before you go, you use that. 
Now, I have heard some argument online that there is a bit in that that says, ion chips are not assigned a dial. But as far yeah. as I'm concerned, that's a leftover from FFG that AMG have missed in the... Yeah. Because it very clearly states in their ion bit that you... You have a dial. It, it, I think it actually says you assign a dial, but what it says is you skip your reveal dial step. Yes. What What makes me interesting, though, is you, you st- skip the step, and then it says you flip the dial. So they'll probably need an FAQ on it, but is, does, is that still a revealed my, my guess is no, it's not. No. Is, is how I take it, but I know there's a couple of people that I've seen that are like, well, that's your revealed manoeuvre, so if you want to do the one straight and say you're flying against Rick, dial in a five straight to try I mean, and negate... No, there is an ability. argument for that. But, but uh, because you... But, I mean, to be honest, though, because you don't reveal your dial, surely Rick doesn't work against you anyway because you do not have a dial to reveal. Well, that's what I mean. It's... So it's, it's meaningless. There, there, is a, there is some ambiguity to that, but... Yeah. Uh, but, but no, I like... I like the banks because it, you, you're still, you know, you're still punished for it. It's still a good thing to get your opponent eye on. They're doing a one-speed maneuver, but it's not just it. Oh, I'm going to one straight onto that rock in front of me. Maybe the one bank makes it round, you know, and yeah. and things like that. The, the reason I liked it is so now it's very hard to force someone off the board, and yeah. I understand that people, some people may think, but I want to be able to do that. Like it is just kind of feels bad oh, when yeah. you have like like a Y wing with an island cannon just floating behind you, being like, There's, you don't get to play the game. Yeah, here's Cavill throwing five ions at you. Yeah, um, and I, I like that because it doesn't give you many options but the the point is you won't go off the board and maybe your opponent guesses wrong which way you're going Yeah. Um, so talking about board edges and obstacles, uh, the obstacle changes of when you land on one the next turn when you leave, you don't, you don't suffer the damage from the same obstacle. Yes, that's interesting and, Again, I have to admit, I'm a I'm a, a fan of this one. Um, I've got, I suppose, to the stage now where I don't land on too many rocks unintentionally, um, but it does happen. And but also from a from a new player point of view, rocks rocks are, are much more obstacles are much more dangerous now. You get much worse um, consequences but you again it's about the feels bad you're not getting the feels bad of having to suffer it twice because you're a millimeter back and something's poking out and yeah uh the game we talked about oh must be three or four weeks ago where you landed that tri-fighter and it had a millimeter of rock and we knew he was dead because he was taking you know he's still in the game you're still in the game but we know he's dead (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but, but well, that's what I mean. But he wouldn't be yeah. under the new rules, so yeah, interesting. The other good thing for separatists is now when you ion a vulture droid on a rock, that one straight the vulture droid does next turn. I can't remember if that's how it works. They just do the one straight. Uh, you don't hurt yourself on the rock you're on. Oh, because they yeah they they would class as an overlap, wouldn't they? Yeah, they they are they are overlapped on their own rock that they ignored. And then when they do their one straight off the rock, they don't overlap. That they don't suffer the effects of the rock they were on. It's quite interesting changes, I suppose, to the game. Um, were there any other scenario game changes? That... Oh yes, scenario changes. So they finally—oh, I say finally—they've differentiated some of the scenarios. 
Scramble the Transmissions only has three objectives. Yeah, so you're going to so have... So now, now all the scenarios aren't just kind of clones of each other. Yeah. And you have to place can... off and your you opponent's only... edge. Yeah, and you can only score from scenarios from turn two onwards. Yeah, so no rushing to grab the centre one. No doing literally what I did this game that we just watched. No grabbing three objectives turn one. I mean, to be fair, though, you probably I'd do exactly... Still likely what, yeah. do, I'd, I'd still likely do exactly what I did under the new rules because I didn't want to set up for turn two. But yeah. the point is, I can't race away. Yeah, for sure. Um, going back to Scramble, um, because you have to... Because you just set one now plus the centre and you have to set that from your opponent's board edge... Um, I think that's going to produce some interesting, uh, more interesting um, setups, I suppose, than the actual five. Because you'll be like, well, I can put it as far away from my opponent's board edge, keep it in the centre. We'll all engage in there and, you know, I'll try and grab as many as I can. If you're action efficient, like the rebels, and you've got spare actions to be able to do that. Or maybe you go, well, I put it as close as my opponent's board edge as possible. Yeah, he's probably going to grab it. Or maybe it's that fast that he goes past it turn one, and I've got a fast ship that can five straight, five straight, grab it turn two. All of a sudden, that tri fighter five straight, five straight slam is looking pretty sweet. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, it's that'd be interesting. Uh, I look forward to trying it. Um, salvage mission. Um, you can now advance maneuver while you're towing. Yes. Uh, Gunships maybe aren't useless. They they are, but <laughs> they're yeah. slightly better. You um, can now side slip. You cannot boost barrel roll cloak. Gain a cloak token. Should be case in point. These are all the actions. So yes. your new striker and reaper ailerons, who are just do a boost. Uh, you don't drop the salvage box. After baby baby Anakin in the N one. His bar- pre-move barrel roll is not an action, so he can do Nantex, that. barrel roll, boosts, and ba- uh, barrel roll tractor and boost tractor are not actions, so they can do that. So Nantex have got a little bit better. It, it does tickle me that like, my Delta 7 can't boost while it's towing, but it can do a two-sloop. Look, just don't worry too much about it. <laughs> I actually prefer this restriction. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I do. I, um because I think the not being able to do advanced maneuvers artificially hamstrings more more ships than that. And the not being able to do boosts and barrels means you can't just grab it and then, haha, I'm I6, I've got it forever. Yeah. Yeah. It it means you you've got to be a bit more careful with your with your dial planning and But yeah, it should be interesting. Um and then I don't think think that Assault at the Satellite Ray got tweaked, did it? Apart from the turn two scoring. Nope. Uh, and then scoring they have changed the scoring for Chance Encounter. Yeah. If you are within range two of the centre, as long as you've got anyone there, you get a point each. Yeah. And if you're the only one there, you get an extra point. So I have to admit, that kind of makes me feel like they are very much enticing you to a central... This, this is fight around the middle. Yeah. Um, but then do you play that game? If if you if you don't, you let your opponent grab a couple, but then you get a better engage and kill something, you probably yep. recoup those points. So, yeah. 
And on that note, interesting. Uh, let's jump into some points. Um, the well, two's two... got better. So, I was just about to say the two's got slaughtered, apart from vultures and TIE fighters. Um, I but kind I of lo- like this. Yeah, it, it, it makes Empire and Separatists the swarmy factions again, and that w- was their identity. Yeah, at um, least that, that was part of their identity that kind of got lost, right? Yeah. Um, so a lot of the vultures, I say a lot of the vultures. Um, there are now lesser th- used vultures. Yeah, there are now three vultures at two points each. Um, yeah, both generics. Uh, the Howard Child prototype oh, no, sorry, and four. DFS zero eight one. Yeah, but I feel like nowadays you're never going to see Trade Federation drone again. Well, yeah, because they they still have no loadout. They still have no loadout, and the Separatist drone at I've three has three loadouts, so you can slap a Discord missile on him. Uh, and I have. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, there is an argument for being I1. That is, I will not deny that there is an argument for being an I1 blocker. And that's why you bring the how shell prototypes. Yes, because they have four loadout points and they're I1. And they have an ability that wants you to bump into the enemy. What's their ability? I can never remember. After an enemy in your bullseye, at range 0 to 2, declares another friendly ship as the defender, you may perform a calculate or target block action. Ooh, I do like Back that. in the day when you couldn't shoot people at your at your own range zero, this was this was the we want to bump, and so that when the guy we've bumped with shoots someone else, yeah, <laughs> we get to do another action. Although to uh, be it's fair, a little it, less good nowadays, but, but but even now it's like oh, shoot someone and I get an action, or shoot me and you can't mod. So yeah, there is that. That's the um, other rule we forgot. Force no longer mods. Yes, on zeros on range zero um, attacks, you cannot use them, but force to mod. So, as a Republic player, that makes me a little bit sad. But as a game balance, I do think it's probably fairer. It was uh, it was quite OP, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that change is why we didn't suddenly see all the Jedi going up in points. No. Um, I do but A couple feel... of them did. And I think, I think a couple of them did, and it was probably right. Uh, yes and no. I do feel... They may have, like, they looked at every single problem with... Let's particularly talk about Barris and Ahsoka, because they're in the Delta Sevens. They're yeah. probably the two worst offenders. Um, and Ahsoka was bad because she could take Chopper. Um, but she can't take Chopper anymore, because they've reduced her loadout. So right. that's uh, that's an easy way round that one. Um and she's still four points, which is which is fair. She's got seven loadout points. Um, Barris was, you know, the main offender because she could take her for three points, and she could take concussion missiles and instinctive aim and have a three dice um, attack. So they've bumped her up to four and removed the missile slot. And I kind of think one or the other would have been fine. Yeah. Um. I, I just think that combination, like, without the missiles, unless she's in bullseye, she's still two dice. And she's only yeah. one force. Um, or bump her up to four and let her keep the missile because you're paying an extra thing for it. But, yeah, hey, It, it might have been a bit of a heavy-handed one, but, like, I'm just glad they didn't blanket react and be like, oh my god, the Jedi are the problem. No, no. In fact, um, a couple of the Anakins, I think, came down, so... yeah. Yeah, um, 
Does this mean what? that we probably won't see Barris again? Maybe, but maybe maybe, maybe they'll realise they were a little too heavy-handed and give her the missile or drop her down to three. Why wing Anakin uh, basically just lost some loadout points, so we can't be quite as aggressive. And and couple that with uh, putting afterburners up to ten. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. Um, because I do feel a lot of that stems from that Anakin build. Although afterburners has always been good. Ten I mean, points seems a little high, but... I mean, it actually seems like, with some of these changes, that they, they've they realised that, oh, wow, people are taking... Lo- like they, it, it, I think they wanted to just trim down on the upgrades you're taking. Yeah. They definitely... And make it so that some aren't just... They're everywhere. Because, like, hull yeah. upgrade got banned. Yeah, but, and then upgrade. shield upgrade went up in points. And uh, not all of them, but I'd say the overriding theme is loadouts have just come down a little bit. Yeah. So that you've, like, take Maul in the Gauntlet and Scum. He's come down from 27 to, I think, 20. Bear with me while I whip it up. Uh, yeah, down to 20. So he's lost seven. Um... So he won't be quite as obnoxious as he could be, but it's still enough to take, you know, a decent chunk of, of tricks yeah. and, and stuff. Um, and that seems to be the overriding theme. Um, i trying to think if there's any standout pilots up and down. Um, I don't know. Taking Vader Defender with a million ties is going to be a... Yeah. Dooku, in the infiltrator, came down a point. Dooku came down. Um, yeah, and that's, Maul, that's, uh, that opens up interesting. Maul in the infiltrator stayed the exact same, but he's Gaunt, fine. Gauntlet Maul went up to nine with that seven-point loadout drop, actually, which I found quite interesting. Yeah, but to us, he was too good. Oh, yeah, no, no, I agree he was too good, but I think dropping the loadout probably cuts that. Also, they dropped Bobber in the fire spray down to nine now. And yeah. so that's an interesting which one of those do you take if you want a big heavy hitter. Sam um, and Django both went down in the fire sprays and separatists. Yeah, so Zam goes back. You can throw Zam in goes a, back and you can get a third ship. <laughs> you can throw in a, a bombardment drone and start throwing prox mines out the front if you like. DF, DFS three eleven and start throwing out that calculate every round. Um a lot of the a lot of the Unplayed ships, um, particularly I noticed in Scum, have come down a little bit. Uh, the M3As have dropped. Uh, Manoree went up. Uh, honestly, much as it pains me to say this, Manoree probably deserves to go up. Um, he's got a bigger loadout now to go with that five points. Um, that's fair. Doesn't fit into my list anymore, but hey ho. Ben Rao um, in the Sheathapede. Yeah. He's so, the same uh, points as AP5. So yeah. he's out of 1.0 jail. Yeah. So you got to stop. And he's back with a vengeance. Stop stop quoting Chris. Yeah, well it's a good quote. Yeah. And for anyone who doesn't know what Fenrau in the Sheathpeed does, uh before someone in Fenrau's firing arc engages, if Fenrau is not stressed, he can take a stress token and pick an enemy ship and they do not get to spend tokens to mod their attack. So that's all tokens. That's force, calculate. No, that's, sorry, focus, calculate, evade, target lock. Yeah, that's. So if you've got Lone Wolf and the Force, you're sorted. <laughs> if you don't, or Notorious, actually, that no- random passive rerolls, that's fine. But a lot of things get shut down. 
And let's not forget that you've got an i6 coordinate. And you've got an i6 coordinate. So yeah, uh... so yeah, he's 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 going to be an interesting one to watch out for. Definitely interesting. Um, what else do we? I think that's. I mean, I, mean, I don't, I don't know what to think about the rogue class yet. The clone Z95s look fine. Yeah, three points across the board. Um, interesting abilities. Um, interesting to see where they slot in compared to the V Wing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll get them on the table. Uh, I'm literally building a scum list with some rogues. I've got a Republic list with some. With some Z95s in, so hopefully we'll get those recorded and reviewed probably in the next month or so. But yeah, it'd be interesting. Is there anything that was badly unbalanced that didn't get sorted? I mean, Grievous basically got Grievous, nerfed with Grie- the shield upgrade going up. Yeah, Grievous got sorted oh, sorry, because shield, shield upgrade, outmaneuver and afterburners all went up and those are the three things he liked. Yeah. Um, um, but he can still do one of... Like, he can still have one of the combination of things, right? Yeah. Like, so, it, like, Grievous is now what flavour of Grievous do you want? You can't have all of them, but you can get one. Uh, Colonnettes going up was interesting. Yep. Um, well, now Ion, because um, remember, Ion breaks all locks you have, and you cannot oh, gain yes, locks whilst yes. Ioned. So uh, suddenly, an I six Ion cannon. When somebody somebody of a lower initiative uh, wants to fire a protorp at you, Havel looking pretty sweet. Yes, 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 he is. But yeah, should be uh, should be interesting to get those on the table and uh, see what it brings. Um, trying to think when my um, next X-wing event is, and I don't actually think I've got one lined up at the moment. Not really. Just we just got Tin Squadron League, right? Yeah, but uh, we've obviously got the Games Expo coming up next weekend. So, sorry, weekend after next. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what what lists come there because they are using new points. Um, yeah. I don't believe they are allowing the road class or the Z ninety five. Yes, they're not. I've uh, seen that posted. That's fair, but obviously um, the last two rounds of Hexiled, the Kyber Cup, uh, everything's legal. So will be interesting to see that. I'm pivoting faction because. There's a Septus list I want to try, and at Owen three, I don't think I can uh, get best win, in faction. Be- win best in faction. Uh, I'm still sticking with separatists. Uh, best in faction is anyone outside the top cut, so I'll be really sad if I'm the only separatist in the cut. <laughs> but surely you get more prizes for being in the cut. So. I, ho- I hope so. We'll find out. My, I, I'm to be honest, my Kyber list is not looking at changing all that much. Uh, Vizsla drops his Colonets because it's too expensive and gains a veteran tail gunner for loads of options for bonus attacks. I mean, yeah, that, that, that seems pretty uh, good. Grievous drops his um, shield upgrade uh, and so just has outmaneuver, impervium plating, and solace one. Uh, and then my four vultures all gain names. 
Uh, we've got two Howard Child prototypes with energy shells and two separatist drones with Discord missiles. Nice. And yeah, we'll um, bring you that probably the week after next. Uh, next week, we'll catch up on my round three match. Uh, and anyone who was paying attention knows how that goes already. Yeah. But it was a good. I lose, but by a point. Uh, Oof, that sounds close. I think. 23 to 22 or it might have been 22 to 21 but it was a really interesting match a really good match um against some first order so we'll we'll bring you that one next week uh and on that note of anticipation i think we'll call it there for this week so yeah I'll just say goodbye goodbye from me Ta-ta. toodles It's time to say goodbye If Disney sues will claim fair use Oh hi, oh hi, oh hi